Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi. Remember Carrie, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Carrie, 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 Carrie. <laughs> Didn't we do this once before? I we did this so, once. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> How are you, my dear? Oh. Fine. So which part are you going to chew about, about the um, highly intelligent part? Mm-hmm. And as for you... <laughs> well, we were hoping you weren't in the room just yet. I got here early. <laughs> A first. <laughs> I am ringmistress. Oh, congratulations. Mm-hmm. And, uh, sorry about that. You will be. <laughs> I'll hang by your feet. I look forward to it. And so I'll take you down to the medical lab and put you on the thing to relieve pressure on the back. Hang you by your feet. Oh, attraction. Mm-hmm. What? Russ has got a big mouth from time to time. I do. I know. <laughs> All right. Coercion question. Mm-hmm. How do you coerce somebody to bring? Did <laughs> you mean to say you have a paramecium? Kind of like fungus or something. Mm. It starts to grow uncontrollably and you can't get rid of it. Okay. Coercion doesn't seem to work. <laughs> mm. Sounds like you have a news. Who is it? Anybody on that? Yeah, you've met him, but it's his Chris. No, never heard of him. Sounds like I don't want to meet neither. Not my type. I just met him tonight, so... <laughs> okay, tell You're me. You're not exactly missing anything. <laughs> no, no big thrill there. <laughs> Alright, so no, no answer for that one? Uh, I'm thinking. No, you're trying to get your eye open. I'm thinking as well. <laughs> Aha! Okay, how do you deal with somebody that has very limited intelligence? Right. Obviously, he does have a brain. Otherwise, he would not function. He can formulate English language in a reasonable semblance of intelligence, yes. Okay. Uh, Let me see. Uh, you tried locking my content. Tried that. Uh, tried the single thought. Mm-hmm. Tried a tight, tight beam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't work. I think you know how you got him to leave the room was by waving your hand goodbye. <laughs> yeah, that, you saw that, huh? I was trying, that to, was, be, yeah, I I was trying to be very discreet. What sort of coercion did you use? Friendly. Wrong! I'm not going to use unfriendly, he's supposed to be a friend. Mm. And you do have a look at the problem. Yes. I would have used aggressive. I know you would have, but I'm trying not to alienate the guy too badly. This is the matter of screaming. Mm. How about negative? Well, it does the same thing as aggressive. Not quite. Yeah, the same effect. Yeah, in the long run. My mom, I don't want that. Um, let me see. What sort of strength are you using? What sort of what? 
strength of energy. Oh, strength. All energy. Hmm. And how long were you trying for? Ooh, about two minutes. Ah, you needed to go in full strength for a longer period of time. You wouldn't walk eyes long enough. That was one minute and one minute. Mm. That's the best I could get out of it. Perhaps you ought to work more with coercion to get your strength up instead of being a wimp. So coerce myself first. Now learn to increase your capability, increase your strength. How many times have I got to tell you? Well, you keep telling me, I keep thinking I've got to increase myself somebody like that where all of a sudden I don't have enough strength after all. Well, that's why people like that are around. Oh, wonderful. A test. Yes, a test. My kingdom to a test. Ugh. What? So what are you going to do about it? Well, I guess I have to get more energy, huh? Mm-hmm. And how are you going to achieve that? Practice on you. Yeah, right! Dream on! <laughs> hey, if I can coerce you, I've got enough power, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Yes, you would have. Okay, then. Well, that's my point. I just gotta keep working till I get you coerced. Then I've got enough coercion for anybody. How many years do you want to put in? Well, as good as me. How many years do I got? Not enough. Well, enough for to get started, right? Going from zero. <laughs> zero. Zero. No, no, no. <laughs> Let me finish what I'm saying, otherwise okay. I will zap you. <laughs> Distant zap. I'll stay for my strength. You should. You got Mark to deal with still. Well, you've taken my mind off of that bit, Amber. Okay. Okay. How long do you think it would take you to become as good as me? Five years. Constant practice on a daily basis. No. You started with small animals, I'm starting with people. It's gotta be a change. Mm hmm. That I was already totally operant from coercion. Well, I better start. And how long did it take me to become capable to coerce people? Five years. Not quite. It's a little bit more than that because it was. I was about fifteen when I started coercing people without any problem. Ah, see, there we go. I've got a head start on you. It took me 10 years, <laughs> and I was already operant when I went into training, and at an early age. Mm. So, how long do you think it would take you? A bit longer. Mm -hmm. Maybe 20. And I'm not being silly either, I'm being serious for a change. Well, I'm being silly for a change. Um, now, the reason why it would take you longer is because, first of all, if you want to become a master class, I think you have to start from scratch. You'd have to clean out all the coercion that you've learned so far. Like we've given you a framework to work on that will take you 
to a high enough level where you have occasionally run into a problem, but it wouldn't be that much of a problem. So, what we have to do is clean out all the correction of length and start you from scratch. And the same sort of program that I started on, starting off with X and working your way up. Well, I better work on somebody mm -hmm. else then. Yeah. <laughs> you see? Well, of course. Piece of cake. <laughs> you put yourself into more trouble now. <laughs> and Alex is sitting here, or rather lying here, gurgling and gooing and arving and uh, generally silly. Mark's sitting outside waiting for tea. Ah. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll be back then, don't you? Right now. I'll be doing uh, ring mistress. Right, so, uh, yeah, well, so I'll stay in the room here. Right, so we'll get to you and get her out to go talk to Mark. Mm -hmm. We'll be back in a little while. Yeah. Let's do that way. Okay. okay. That's what I was planning to do anyway. God, <laughs> so quick. <laughs> man. You've got the brain of Matt. <laughs> Now, rephrase that. Brains of a rocking horse. Thank you. You're welcome. And the attention span of Matt. That's what I wanted there to say. There you go. Now we're White ring mistress. We'll see you in a little while. Trying to get rid of me, huh? Just for a short while. I get tea off to Mark. Otherwise yeah, all right, all right. Stop moaning and bitching at me. <laughs> God, you're worse than an old woman. Okay, Gary. I'll be back. Be so waiting. watch it, buddy. <laughs> nice talk to you again. Oh, Eric. You too. Okay. Make a ceasefire. Went kindly, not the spirit. Down came the wind, and watched Paul went see out. Up came the sun, and dragged Paul went see out. It's the ceasefire. It's spider has busted out. Quick drop, I don't know what I'll stop teasing her. <laughs> and if there is, get it out of here, otherwise I shall set Kiri on you again. No thanks, I'll get him out. Hold okay. On. Without damaging the spider. That's an arachnid, huh? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we bet. Hi. <laughs> well, I'm feeling a lot better than I was just recently. Don't lead it towards me. <laughs> Good drop in the second. <laughs> He's horrible, isn't he? Oh my god, Brad! I'm gonna talk to you about this. So, what's happening in your life? Not everything and anything exciting. Ooh. Just a lot. You know I'm pregnant. So I heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had a little bit of a problem a while back. 
wasn't a nice experience. You see, my species began to have two or more offspring. You see, and I'm only... How tall am I, Russ? Five two. Five two. And I'm very petite. Is, is that the correct word? It's the correct And I was carrying triplets. So I went through a medical procedure. And one was taken out of me and put into a friend of mine. And the problem was, because uh, I'm so talented and Mark's so talented, uh, that my offspring, or our offspring, are also very talented. And that's an early age. They're also, all three of them are girls. Well, I'm carrying two now. My friend is carrying one for me. So, a nice friend. <laughs> right, she didn't have any say in the matter. Oh. <laughs> you think you guys have the ability to put an unborn child? It's a very risky procedure. What was the uh, success rate, Russ? One in... No, that's... That was something else. What's that? I think it was... The chances of a successful operation were, I think, 60%. Yeah, but there was a plus or minus factor of about yeah, 20%. Oh, of course, we do have the best. But it's, still, it's quite a risky procedure and very complicated. They had me on the table for, what, six hours? And uh, Luna was on the table for about uh, three and a half. So, yeah, it's quite a risky procedure. And your baby's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And they will be born on October the 11th. All three of them. Isn't there a question about whether or not the baby would be rejected by Luna? Yes, there was. That was one of the factors that came into play. That is her body would reject yeah. you? Yeah. Because she was Yeah. And Luna was also a slightly different species than me, but she was the only person close enough to match. Yeah, that's what you thought Mm-hmm. Wow. My two little ones are nice and quiet, and Luna is uh, running around in circles saying that Athena is being mischievous. <laughs> She's the troublemaker. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. She's, you, all, all three of them were very well behaved at the party yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there wasn't much they could do to get out, but I mean, still, it was pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. They weren't uh, fighting. Mind you, if you notice, Luna and myself stayed apart for quite a bit of the party. About at least ten feet away all the time. So your children are not like our children when you come over. Yeah, they're very similar. So, precisely. Mm-hmm. Yours sound to me to be highly more evolved than ours. Yeah. Well, this is it's slightly unusual. You'd have to ask uh, Carl. I'm not the geneticist. I'm a traveler. I do far sighting like my person. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> it would take me 70 years to be as good as Cara and maybe a thousand to be as good as Cormac. Because you got more personal experience than Cormac's got. Oh, yeah, you can never get back. <laughs> maybe I can hear him now. Why on earth should I do such a frivolous activity as making myself pregnant? <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like Cornette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good, good. Actually, I was found there early on today. Oh, so you're practicing. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of sick and funny on the couch up here. Okay. Yeah. Well, how did you dig again? Mm-hmm. Have you seen pregnant before? Yeah, <laughs> you looked the same last time as I saw you every other time. I'm putting on a little bit of weight. It's because you see me so often, it isn't as noticeable. Keep running back and forth to the bathroom about every four hours or so. Sometimes, if I have a couple of cups of tea, it's every 30 minutes. But I haven't had any accents, so I've. <laughs> and I'm a lot better. I haven't bitten anybody for a couple of weeks. Congratulations. Not in uh, aggressively, anyway. Yep. Seth, what do you want to know? Um, don't worry. I want to know how you're doing, basically. But I feel good, didn't I? Mm-hmm. That's good. Good luck, too. Well, I'm a little bit nervous about uh, the last two months, so. So, it'd be September, October, two months. Yeah, on the 10th. On the 11th. Yes. Uh, the 11th of October. And when's yours due? February 14th. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I've been told to cut them in my activities. Mm-hmm. They told me I can't levitate as much as I do. They said instead of me levitating for an hour or two hours, uh, to half that, so it'd be an hour or 30 minutes. Fast sighting, um, around the base is fine, any further than that, ah, ah. Um, telepathy, that's all right, everything else I can get on with. So when are you going to come up and play tennis then? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to beat you otherwise. And my current state, you could. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Alright. I get the message. Tia, go off and see Mark. Perhaps, perhaps I should work on manifestation in my spare time. Uh, maybe the other kids in the spare time. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh well. Good luck, darling. Bye. Bye. I'll see you later. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Greetings, Russ. Greetings. Don't tell me. <laughs> Kerry. Yes. Hi. Hello. And how are we functioning? 
has been specified great. Good. <laughs> How are you, Omar? I'm excellent. Good. And let me see if I can get this right. My name is Captain James T. Kirk <laughs> of the US ship Enterprise. Yeah, you guys didn't introduce Star Trek, did you? Oh, well, we picked it up on a microphone. Ah, I like the one though. That's why I can't, can't beam you up, you're in the wrong dimension. <laughs> well, I do add lip, but I have been thinking about that. Really? Um, this Scotty person, uh, he must not be a very good engineer. He's one of the best in the galaxy. Yes, but what's he, he normally says, Hi, Captain, I can't even do that. I need more time. Oh, yeah, well, they explained that in the next generation. Scotty explained how he only said that so he's looking to uh -huh. fix it before the time ran out that he said everything's a miracle worker. Hmm. So he actually had it all figured out right away. Ah. Uh, probably <laughs> the suspense. Probably the suspense. So yeah. they needed to explain it. <laughs> Hmm, this is unusual that there are no felines present. Yeah, and the doors are open too. Ah. I guess they didn't want to join us. Oh, well, never mind. Oh, Just as well, Corton hasn't arrived yet. Oh, Yes, I will explain. Corton likes the Chandler's cat. So, therefore, Corton will miss the Chandler's cat. Hopefully. <laughs> okay. So, what would you like to discuss? Um. Well, let's, we're going to be discussing a couple things. Mm -hmm. So, we discuss your rockets from Vandenberg and Mayan villages. Okay. And, <laughs> uh, Carrie, do you have anything? <laughs> Anything to discuss? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. You might come upon something. Yes, we are always open to changes in direction of conversations. Okay, we need to make our first change then. Okay. This afternoon, mm -hmm. uh, Vandenberg, a NASA uh, rocket carrying a Top secret, undisclosed payload by the spy satellite exploded and totally vaporized for no reason whatsoever 60 seconds into its flight. Mm -hmm. Did we have anything to do with it? Of course. Um, not us personally that I'm aware of. And uh, if we did have something to do with it, I'd like to know. <laughs> uh, however, as I have stated in the past, um, the uh, flight side of the operation up here uh, works in very loose uh, organization with us. So possibly they had something to do with it, uh, as of yet they haven't brought it to our attention. Well, according to the news report that I saw, mm -hmm. um, apparently the booster rockets that were strapped onto the side of this thing somehow or another came loose. 
Mm-hmm. And at that point, they just basically big guys. But nothing more but little bits of atoms. Mm-hmm. Um, just wondering, you know, if there was such a payload and if there was such a thing as an interference as far as dumping the rocket, what would be the reason for something like that to happen? To vaporize? Well, just for why it would be allowed to do so. Um, If we were behind it, it would be a statement of facts that um, it has become a time uh, to start working on more important projects than spying on your neighbor. Oh, so maybe space station taking a priority? Yes. Um, you have enough spy satellites already in all of it. Yes. So why put up an extra one? Why not spend your time on something a little bit more beneficial? Um, if uh, our flight department uh, decided to take matters into their own hands, um, this would uh, bring into play some interesting uh, problems. One being that we do not interfere directly on your planet, not unless we have extremely good reason. We will ask uh, our liaison officer to find out what uh, happened. Oh, has that running recovered? <laughs> if they are responsible. Um, however, don't forget there are other organizations that are interested in your planet. But they are non-malevolent, so it is very unlikely that they would have anything to do with it. But there are mm, three I can think of offhand that have a mischievous streak that are um, interdimensional. And then there are other races that are non interdimensional but are third dimensional. Well, I think it's another question. Mm-hmm. I remember a few years back, the space started challenging. Mm-hmm. At the time, it was also carrying a undisclosed and yet top secret spy satellite. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see the coincidence between the two. Extraordinary people happened at the exact same moment during a flight. We definitely had nothing to do with that because the waste of human life is intolerable. It is possible. Um, We are still analyzing factors. There was gross negligence on your planet concerning this. That's true, though. Yes, that was gross negligence. They could have saved those lives. Because they were alive when they were crashing. Yeah. They could have saved those people's lives. Because. Apparently, you know how they said they just burned up? Yeah, they, they, they survived. 
Yes. They didn't die until they hit the earth. What? They died of asphyxiation of water. They drowned? Yes. These people were alive. They could have been saved and NASA knew it. They had approximately five minutes in which to launch a rescue vessel to get out there with divers to get into the capsule. They slacked off? Yes, big time. I saw a documentary with someone. That's ridiculous. That's not even what I media portrayed. Except for, well, the media will never tell you everything. The media is paid to tell you what you are supposed to hear. Your government is quite capable of destroying um, the careers of many of your journalists oh, yeah. in a few seconds. All you need to wipe out a journalist is you can wipe them out on the computer. You can take all the money that they've made and transfer their money to somewhere else and nobody will be none the wiser if you are a computer expert. There was a documentary that I watched on the JFK assassination. It was affiliated with the CIA and um, also the alien life forms that have been coming down to our planet for mm -hmm. many, many hundreds of years. And then some. Apparently, one of the presidents, I think it was President Nixon, went into a treaty with the aliens and allowed them a certain amount of people to take from our planet if they would let us observe them. Government never told us this. They had a UFO in Texas, I believe, that is... Um, Perhaps uh, you should tell the channel when he gets back so he can check out the location. I'm not sure of a location I could find out. It's the documentary really have to be seen. Russ, would you explain something to us? Uh, yes, we've been doing some farsighting on various air bases. Um, the last one was White Sand in New Mexico, around two years ago. Yeah, the government won't tell us that. Well, we are getting a lot of technology from that. Oh, yes. Um, there was also um, an aircraft, I believe, as I said last time, um, if it leaks out from here, we will have to come down and uh, take matters into our own hands to salvage what we can from uh, the mess that uh, could possibly occur. Nobody believed me if I told them anything. <laughs> Nothing. No. Alright. Very good. Anyway, thank you for all that. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you'll be more about it. Yes, but um, if you could uh, find the location of the base with UFO, it would be worth checking. Texas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Is I it will. I have a, a Navy friend. Lovelock? No, I don't think so is very involved in the same kind of thing. Is he a um, opera, farsighter, psychokinesis, etc.? Yeah. 
Um, if you can get the rough area he is in. He's on the seas right now. Ah. I'm going to be able to talk to him probably here another two months. Okay. So. Well, we were thinking that if he was anywhere near a facility that is holding the UFO, and you knew where he was, all he would have to do is be in the facility or in the vicinity, and a bright spot would be occurred and the channel would be able to track him down from there. Well, yeah, there's not that many air bases in Texas, though. So we'll look at a map and see what's on the map as far as air bases. Okay. Let's just proceed. Okay, let's go with Mayan cities. Okay. As of yesterday, mm -hmm. four Mayan towns were discovered that had previously not been discovered by either scientists or looters. Mm -hmm. Two of them were created by looters a half hour before the scientists got there. Mm -hmm. Ah. <laughs> Um, Sorry. We were wondering what was the noise. <laughs> but now you say hiccups, we know it is a spasm of the diaphragm. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Anyway, with these towns, mm -hmm. uh, they found uh, pretty much the uh, items that had been left there after the towns did they find the books? Well, we haven't got details of what they found. Mm -hmm. National Geographic has gone in and uh, record everything that they find. Yeah. And so we'll see a special line either down the road or something. Oops. <laughs> I have just made a mistake. Oh, well, that's almost impossible for you. Yes. Sorry, my curiosity got better of me. That's all right. It is their written history. Their written history? Yes. Not in stone. Not in stone. What happened was that the records that they had, the Mayans, the Aztecs, were very closely interlinked. Their histories were very closely interlinked. And the books are concerning with their history, with their prophecies, with certain astronomical information and events, uh, extraterrestrial events, um, diagrams, <coughs> pictures. Um, explanations. If they were not destroyed, which is possible that when the Aztecs came, they incorporated them into their history, and then your priests at the time of the arrival in that part of the world, they burnt all the religious books that they could find of the Aztecs. These ones strictly Mayan cities mm -hmm. that had not been uh, influenced by, I believe, the Aztecs, the priests, or anybody else. Mm. It's way out of the way. This could be very interesting to see what happens 
if the butts are there and if the butts have survived intact. But you won't hear about it if they have. What if the Chandler was take a look at this before the scientists did? Um, you can try. But aren't you asking the Chandler to do quite a bit at the moment? <laughs> but I'm um, sure if you ask, you would probably say yes. But if they did find the books, they'd have the books out in the light. Mm -hmm. And so we wouldn't hear about it, we'd be able to spot it. Yes. Unless, of course, I keep them in the same environment so that they do not get damaged by ultraviolet light, uh, changes in humidity, um, winds. They would presumably handle them with gloves, so they would want to get them into an environment where they are um, put almost into stasis. Well, no, the reason I wasn't about, I didn't know about the books, of course, but it was more about on, um, of the pyramids themselves. Mm -hmm. And whether or not they would find anything that uh, made you be a bit more highly technologically advanced. Uh, possibly. It depends on, <coughs> again, uh, environmental factors. Oh. Why were these cities abandoned? What happened afterwards? But again, we're reaching an area that is uh, not open to discussion. Okay. But if that was such a thing, then that might still be a viable thing in today's society, mm -hmm. which would open up some very bad possibilities for us if we found such a thing. Mm -hmm. That would be too big a leap in too short a time. Mm -hmm. Possibly. But remember my statement a while back, which was... Everything happened when it's supposed to be. Well, everything is progressing according to the way it is destined to do. But there again, the future is so flexible. Okay. Well, let's stop. Yes, a good example of advancement in <coughs> technology is take your aviation. Um, Ninety years ago, it was just a possibility, and now where are you? Okay, next question. Okay. Um do you patience from the lady should be here soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually I was thinking of what you had said about everything that happens but it is flexible. Yeah, well, the one thing that I have the hardest thing understanding in school is why we took history. And I used to ask the teacher all the time, why do we, you know, why do we take history? Why do we learn the same thing every year? And he said, because you have to learn what we forgot so we don't make the same mistakes twice. Mm -hmm. 
There is something a little bit deeper than that. Look at the past and you will see the future. You see, that's the thing that bothers me. Why is it that we repeat the past? If everything's predestined, why do we constantly repeat it? I mean, yeah, it's in a more advanced level, but I don't think people's minds are. Really. Um, mm, there will come a point where those that are stagnant will not progress any further. But those that are enlightened will progress. Those that have a grasp for knowledge, that want knowledge, they will progress. Those people that are enlightened will progress. Those people that wish for the unknown will progress. But those that are happy as they are will not. What will happen to those people that are not? They will go back to the beginning and start all over again. They will progress to the point where they haven't left.